Spags, it feels like a Friday, but it is, in fact, just a Thursday. Splash Play's new day. Yeah, Splash Play is going to be on Thursdays all summer long, and we're kicking it off big time today with a Drew Lock clip competition. I made one. Pete one made one. Some of you guys out there made one. We'll see who wins $100 for that one. And we're also going to jump into the Best Ball Streets Underdog Best Ball Mania 3. The puppy's out, but we're spending the big bucks on you guys, so find out how we're going to do in that $10 million prize pool right after this intro. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Splash Play, the fantasy football podcast for every game under the sun. And once again, I'm Chris Spaggs, joined by your friend and mine, Pete Overzet. Pete, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Busy, uh, busy afternoon today. I just realized I don't even have my splash play lights on in the background. I'm just absolutely slacking today, Spags. You want to see how the sausage gets made? You want to see this turn to the splash play? Yes, I do. Oh, Ooh, I actually oh. didn't realize. I noticed you've had different lights, but I thought it was just like one of those mood lighting things that it picks yeah. up something and then does it. <laughs> yes, it uh, it checks in on my hormones and uh, my <laughs> testosterone levels. It actually adjusts accordingly. I'm glad that we are properly lit here. And then uh, Willis in the chat, our accountant saying BBM three question mark. Yeah, right. I bet they do a puppy. So that's the b- debate. And I, Pete and I had, I had before the show where it's like, okay, should we do the BBM three? We put it on the thumbnail. It's whatever. Like, do people perceive it as higher value? And apparently Pete, my thesis was correct. Well, yeah, it's this, it's an interesting thing right now because I, you know, Anyone on best ball Twitter, the the question always win puppy, win puppy, because everyone loves blasting off on these drafts and doing them at $25 a pop as Chris Spaggs underdog balance will indicate, you know, it adds up there. So I understand the froth for, uh, for the puppy and they are kind of, they bait you into FOMOing, right? Because these are going to fill relatively quickly. And I I was listening to Nick Redman. He went on the spike week podcast uh, yesterday and you know, their thought behind it too, is they want these to not like extend as long as BBM three, where the kind of the ADP and the new stuff, there isn't like a huge advantage or disadvantage to drafting at the start or the end of a puppy. So they, by design, they want them to be quicker drafts. And then you're like, oh man, if I don't get my, you know, 25 entries into the puppy, like I'm going to get locked out of the puppy. So I think everyone's feeling like puppy mania right now, but I'm open to either. Yeah, I'm going to be doing some puppies. I actually did one before the show. Got completely cucked on QBs. David in the chat also has been uh, is mocking me about some BBM3 draft I did the other day, which I think I know the one he's talking about, where I ended up with Cordell Patterson and Tyler Algier in one, um, was mostly because I ended up in, on baby duty, wasn't paying the full attention that one deserves uh, when spending a $25 entry fee over on Underdog Fantasy. Uh, but, you know, like sometimes these things happen, Pete. Like I, I can't pay like pristine attention to all 150 entries I'm putting into Best Ball Mania. I will say I, as you know, from making us do some of the splash play ones on your account, I have been like very precious with them. And I've been the only times I register when I'm like, I can give my full attention to this draft because I, I I know it just, it seems like every time it's like, all right, that's one less of my bullets to win uh, $2 million. So yeah, the puppies, I feel like, you know, I've heard talks about multi-tabling, you know, maybe that's a splash play thing we should do. Maybe we should do a two table, a three table puppy draft, because that's where you can really experiment. And you know what? If you light $5 on fire, it's all right. 
Maybe we'll do that on the show. We also are starting up the Friday streams. I don't know if it's going to be every Friday, but I'm going to do the first one next Friday for sure over on the Splash Play channel, so make sure you are subscribed over there. It'll be just me. Pete will be uh, traveling the world this summer, so we moved the show to Thursdays for that reason. Uh, But I also want to just do some drafts, probably at random times more than every Friday. But um, next Friday, 2.30, I will be doing it on the Splash Play channel, so make sure you are subscribed there. And, of course, subscribe to Pete's channel as well. Hit the like button on both versions of the videos if you can. Helps us out a bunch. Also, go check out Football Outsiders. I think there was an interesting piece today actually a couple interesting things they did uh ranking some of the wide receiver tiers in a way uh, looking more at the pure football mechanics rather than the fantasy part that pete and i talk about a lot in here i thought that was a good show uh today with mike and aaron and jp acosta over there so go check that out in the football outsiders youtube channel but also uh the post on the site today talking about baker mayfield and of not the rosiest outlook from our own mike tan year about what could happen there guys he kind of works through a hypothetical world of what it could look like for baker mayfield coming up i don't know if you have any thoughts on this pete and we're going to dig into the drew lock another a uh, guy who potentially i guess could take the job of, of Baker Mayfield or a job that could be Baker Mayfield's. Do you have any thoughts on him at this point? Because nobody trading for him. And there are some cap numbers that could make it a thing where he just ends up getting released this summer. Yeah. It seems like every day that goes by, it's less and less likely that he ends up somewhere else, right? It's like all these teams have had chances through trades, through free agency, through the draft to kind of imp- improve their quarterback rooms. And it feels like most teams feel pretty good about where they're headed into the season. I guess the really the big wild card here too is what um what happens with Deshaun Watson and like is there some kind of mending that could happen here say Deshaun Watson does get levied with a eight game suspension like that's a pretty tough sell right to Baker it's like not only come back you know disgruntled but you mind just kind of plugging this leak here for the first eight weeks and then letting Deshaun Watson you know take us to the promised land after that. I, I don't know how that gets done but it does seem like one of the sides, primarily Baker humbling himself tail between his legs, coming back to Cleveland. is like one of his only options now. Yeah, it does seem like it's an uncomfortable spot. And I think the point that Mike was making was really more that a former first round pick, a guy with a decent social media following also the college pedigree as well. Heisman winner. Like you bring him into that room. A, is he going to take the money that the backup QBs would normally take kind of the situation we've seen with uh, Colin Kaepernick, who got his first workout recently in the last few years for the Raiders. But it's a spot where I don't know where Baker Mayfield ends up. I think at this point, his best shot is like a, a championship contending team. Their QB goes down. Then they bring him in if they have the ability to afford that contract. But um, it's not looking great for Baker. So if you are a Baker Mayfield fan, uh, hopefully you have some some backup plans for your fandom coming up here. Uh, Pete, anything else you want to hit on here? I know the Fantasy Life newsletter is humming along. You're doing a lot of great work getting that off the ground on the new system. And um, I enjoy reading that every day. But any news items you want to bring here? Or do you just want to dive into the glory that is Drew Lock Clips? Yeah, I mean, the big news yesterday, Colin Kaepernick uh, had a tryout with uh, the radar. The Raiders hasn't played uh, a snap of professional football since 2016. So that's, uh, I can't believe it's been six years. Like doing the math on that for Colin Kaepernick, that is uh, that is wild here. Um, there was, I'm trying to think some of the other news items. Uh, it sounds like uh, Mason Rudolph, um, or sorry, uh, Mitch Trubisky is going to be the starter uh, in Pittsburgh, which... I think a lot of people have kind of been working under the assumption that Kenny Pickett by week one will, will be the starter. But uh, there was a quote here that says uh, Kenny Pickett would really have to blow him out of the water in camp to win that job. Um, that's a reporter, uh, Aditi, uh, who said that. So I don't know. That one's kind of interesting. And then there was uh, the Naheem Hines stuff. Um, there was a lot of talk about him kind of having an expanded role as a pass catcher. I believe it was Frank Reich saying he would draft Naheem Hines in fantasy, which is kind of a, always a funny quote. 
Um, then you want to like ask a follow-up question. It's like, do you play in PPR leagues or standard, you know, try to figure out how they're planning to use Naheem Hines. But I mean, we're in classic May mode where we're just searching for any scrap of information that we think has any actionable fantasy takeaway. Yeah, the Colts also bringing in Philip Lindsay, who I, f- I feel like, you know, certainly somebody that muddies up that room. Colts signed somebody else at running back this week too, right? I feel like that they Did said they? might be working in as a Taylor backup. Uh, well, they signed Philip Lindsay. But there was somebody uh, else that they signed too, like that would do kind of the same Taylor backup. Oh, Tyson Williams. Oh, okay. Yes, he the ultimate tease from uh, last yeah. year. We all spent our waiver wire buddy on him. Yeah, that was that was one of those where it was like, boy, everybody loved Tyson Williams. Thought he was going to be the the back that leads the Ravens into the future, and that lasted, I think, what a week and a half. <laughs> yeah, you know, sometimes it does not work out. On paper, starting running back for the Ravens sounded so good. It really did, and that's going to be the case for like seven different guys this year. We'll see what's up in that one. I would uh, couch that J.K. Dobbins shares accordingly. But Pete, it is time for the Drew Lock highlight reel thing, and the criteria you gave was a thirty-second clip. And I know yesterday I was actually watching Ship Chasing live because I uh, you know, really just had nothing better to do. So it's like I'll hang out with my pals uh, Pat and Pete and Gretch and uh, not join in the chat at all, but just quietly judge what they're doing in that draft. Uh, drafted running backs high up top again, of course, has become Pete's mo. Uh, but Pete. You got to run a couple clips yesterday. Got to run your Sky Moore clip. Got to run your LaVisca clip. And today, now you are wading into the world, the brave new world of Drew Lock clips. First of all, you mentioned the 30-second thing. Uh, it, it would appear that half of the entrance into this competition didn't follow that. Is yours, am I looking at this correctly? Is yours a minute 49? <laughs> My, mine is more of an Avengers Infinity War of Drew Lock highlight reels. I thought about going with your rules, Pete, and then I thought, What's funnier? What's the better move? What's the better sales tool for Drew Locke? A man who needs it more than ever. And I, I did, you know, I put my whole heart into it. Uh, well, JW, who also submitted one, also didn't follow the rules. Uh, a minute 37. Uh, <laughs> I was just like, you guys are killing me. So really, there's only two eligible submissions, which is mine, which comes in at 11 seconds, and Mathologies, which comes in at 23 seconds. I mean, I think we should really look at the spirit of the competition rather than the strict guidelines that we gave <laughs> Frankly, Pete, we didn't get a lot of entries here, and I admit we could have pushed it harder. I think people weren't sure if we were doing a bit about this one, but Ross's initial clip was a minute, and uh, you know now we, we're all over the place. Yeah, kind of what was my thought. feedback to Ross's immediate clip? I was like, this is far too long. <laughs> well, which one do you want? Do you want to do the – let's do the, the viewer ones first, I think. Let's, let's start. Okay. Um, do you want to start with the minute 37 one from JW or the 23 second from Mathology? Let's keep it light to start. We'll go to the 23 second for Mathology, of course. Our resident horn dog, who's uh, maybe going to be making some appearances here on one of my streams. We'll find out what happens in the future, but uh, I'm excited to see what he brought to the table. It's going down, meet me in the mall. It's going down, meet me in the club. Wait, this is not a bar. Hold it, my body Hold it. Truly a variety hours worth of entertainment packed into one sub 30 second clip. I feel like mathology is making a mockery of the situation. I don't approve of that. (laughs) Also, I don't know what both him and JW use some video editing uh, platform that has it's like watermark all splashed over it. I do really appreciate you guys. Video editing can be painful. There could be a learning curve. So just the fact that you guys took a stab at doing this, I, I very much appreciate. 
Oh boy. So, I mean, I think mine's going to look better as we go along. Let's see JW's then strap in for a minute and a half and let's go. Yeah. Go grab your popcorn. Uh, I'm going to go to the bathroom and take the dog for a walk. I'll be back in a sec. This need to be. Here we go again. Here we go. So you talk about helping teammates, uh, Vaughn, in terms of Drew Locke, have you been helping him with his dance moves at all? Or is, are they no, man, he got that. That's all him. That's all natural. As much as I don't want to take credit for that, like I had nothing to do with none of that. That's all. That's all money locked right now. Niggas in my face, damn near every day. Ask a million questions like, Jock, where you stay? Tell them college ball, where did Jock go? Keep to it, dance, get a friend at the ball. Just about the zone. Jay's on my feet, I'm on my patrol. So keep running me, since I got cut, let's get the question. I keep in my trunk, probably just for three. Catch me in the hood, posted in the cold. I'm on the phone, count dough. However, girl, choose. out of four two what a <laughs> i couldn't help but notice even on that qb sneak i think jw slowed down the footage like a slow motion and then that last qb sneak at the end we don't even fucking see him he just like goes into a giant amorphous blob pile i mean we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel here and so there's our two viewer submissions thank you to jw and mathology bringing those in and now we'll go the pro side of the equation pete and i think we should i guess we should start with yours because it's the i think one. we should start we need a palette cleanser here um and i'll say i i had made this video even before we announced the contest because ross from football outsiders per spags's direction was asked with making a clip and so i basically decided i wanted to fix the clip and that is my submission I don't know. I feel like that's third place right now for me. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, it really subs it up. I mean, watching even more than four seconds of Drew Locke highlights is is too much. So I just went ahead and put everyone out of their misery. We get in and out with a quick 11 seconds. I think it really does Drew Locke justice. Well, I think what does him justice is going to be a one minute, 49 second opus that's going to come up right now from one beautiful mind right here. All right, let's see. Hold on. Seattle is getting a noted offensive star from Denver. This is a monumental day in the history of the NFL.
I think that's definitely the play. Glad you mentioned that one. <laughs> Way too long. Impossible. But it, long. honestly, like I think what OX is saying in the chat right there. All right, Spags, I'm all in. If we're gonna sell Drew Locke, that's how you sell Drew Locke. Well, yeah, I guess here's the thing. So you and JW didn't follow the prop. You guys made essentially like the actual highlight clips that people make when you just search Drew Locke highlights on YouTube. That was basically what you guys fulfilled. I think Mathology had um, maybe the highest level of creativity, just maybe lacked the video editing skills for kind of the, the full execution. But, you know, let's give a shout out to uh, both Mathology and JW for uh, for participating how, how are we going to decide who won this? Uh, I mean, I guess I, I think my pick would be JW. It feels like you're going mathology. I, let's turn it over to the chat. Who who should we Venmo over? Or, yeah, Venmo over the $100 to Pete and I will both be putting in $50 for this one. I personally think I should just get the money back. Like I think is the way. That how about we do this? I mean, mm -hmm. we only had two entries. I'll Venmo uh, JW50. You'll uh, Venmo mathology. Uh, 50 in your guys's big boobs chat, okay. private chat. Yeah. <laughs> Fine, All right, Mathology, you know where to send me your Venmo on Discord. I will send you the $50. Pete, uh, you are responsible for paying JW, and you better make sure he gets paid because that was a loving effort, I think, he put forward. And, and really, a fantastic rushing effort versus the Chiefs for Drew Locke. I, I mean, I'm just giving out money left and right this week. I shipped someone $500 on Venmo uh, the other night for my engagement farmer. Now I'm sending JW $50. I'm going to be broke, but the engagement in our community has never been better, Spags. Yes, look, I'm delighted. Thank you for everybody who participated. Thank you for watching and playing along with us here for the Drew Lock Highlight Reel competition. More to come, I'm sure, of esoteric players getting steamed up on this show for really no reason other than me being stupid. Dito, <laughs> what I will say, you know, I, I, I definitely didn't spend a lot of time on my Drew Lock clip, but I did make another clip for the show that it is in the hopper should uh, the time arise where I need to play it. So I just want you to know that I was also hard at work on some splash play multimedia. Did you like your cameo in mind, by the way? I thought that was, um, so there was one where you actually did talk positively about taking Drew Lock stacks, like where I think you weren't paying attention. And I'm like, yeah, you can't take Drew Lock here on stack. And you're like, yeah, it's the only way to do it. And I couldn't find where the timestamp was. So I'm like, I'm just going to take Pete talking about something else. <laughs> this is, I, you know, you knew there was no way to edit around me to make me actually say something positive about him. I did. I also took like, it like incidentally initially, but then I'm like, yeah, it's a funny clip. Cause like you like burp during it for some reason. This makes you look like a slob who's just, uh, you know, sold on Drew Locke, which is really the main thing that I'm hoping for with that clip. All right. Which one are we doing? I, I do forget that I have like, uh, we're doing swole cast your at 3.30. Oh shit. Um, which which one do we want to do? 
We can do BBM. I mean, I think would do it. Yeah. I, I don't want to let the chat down. Like chat, do you care if it's BBM or puppy? Like, does it matter? Yeah. What know. do you guys want? If it's puppy, we can stay on my account. Why don't yeah, we do a puppy? Okay. I just don't want to like, you know, mislead people by saying like, oh, we're drafted for $10 million and then we're drafting for- Spags, we, we misled time. people. You told people you were making a highlight clip that's sub 30 seconds and it was 14 minutes long. So that's what we did. Are you puppy, not impressed by that 75 puppy. yard throw to Hamler though? They all want puppy. We're doing puppy. I think they want puppy because they want our EV and don't want to pay $25 for it. No, no, no. That, that logic doesn't check out. If they wanted our EV, they'd want it in a, in the more expensive draft. Everyone's cheap <laughs> right now. They're all counting their best ball shekels. That's true. The markets are pretty tough, Pete. I don't know if you've heard. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Influencer 101 again. Oh, God. Oh, wow. I got it today in my first puppy, too. I got uh, it took Taylor 101. Dubner posted in the ship chasing Discord. Um my 101 and 102 rates from any best ball drafts I've streamed. And it was outrageous. It was 42% of my stream drafts on underdog. I had 101 or 102. That doesn't seem mathematically possible. <laughs> I mean, they call they don't call it the influencer 101 for nothing here. Um, so this is the true question. How much of a, how much of a zero RB bro are you? I mean, I take Taylor whenever I get 101 just because, you know, you're not getting them usually anywhere else. So um, I did just do that, though, and got sniped on some giant stuff. I got sniped on a lot of snack uh, stacks of my first puppy. So you could talk me into going cup, but I would I would normally take Taylor 101. Um, I'm fine to do Taylor, although it it's so funny. The one time now that I kind of want to get funky and go true zero RB is the time. Now you bet you're the running back lover. You just love Jonathan Taylor. Let's go. I mean, there are a lot more holes to poke at Jonathan Taylor. Like I was reading, uh, I don't know. It might've been a Twitter thread about his efficiency numbers and how, you know, he is one of those guys that really has benefited a lot from volume. Certainly, you know, a good running back. I'm not going to shit on Jonathan Taylor, but like you can start to poke holes in it enough. I just feel like if you get one one though, like you just got to get your exposure to him wherever you can. Or do you, um, <laughs> What were I know I saw in the Discord earlier. I think Jonathan was mentioning that some of these early puppy drafts, I mean, this just opened what a few hours ago, were have been pretty running back heavy. He he talked, I think he said he had forget which elite wide receiver he got in the first round, but then he was able to get both Debo and AJ Brown after, which is a, almost a pretty impossible or a pretty tough combination to get right now in best ball mania. I don't know if our room here, a splash play friends and family is going to ha have the same vibe, but I actually will be very curious to see if these puppy drafts have a different, um, uh, feel to them than the, than the BBMs. Chris says it's crazy yeah. right now. Yeah. And mine, I got AJ Brown. I took a lot of receivers cause running backs were like, I got Taylor at the one one and I was like, whatever, I'll just go wide receiver heavy. Cause it kept lining up that way. But I got Brown Higgins, Gabriel Davis, Robinson, Burks, a lot of, a lot of, a, a lot of his ADP probably shouldn't be where it is at this point. It's something I'm also realizing after this draft I did. I think, I mean, yeah, I think a lot of, a lot of the rookies, ADPs mm -hmm. are probably too pricey and, and Sky Moore and Alave are probably the two that jump out to me as being the most uh, overzealous. You know that Burks is actually my highest owned receiver now. We're going to do the exposure rankings update at some point on the on the actual graphics and all that. But yeah, Burks has now soared up enough for me because like, I feel like he's the one guy that people are passing on a lot. And I don't know, like out of all the guys to pass on, like I feel like he's probably the receiver, the rookie receiver. Like it's him and Drake London that you probably shouldn't be passing on at their ADPs. 
I have noticed that too. And it's always interesting because yeah, I've seen I've seen Burks go what 15 picks after ADP, mm-hmm. which is at least a full round of everyone staring at him at the top of the queue and saying, eh. Um, it is interesting to me that people don't they don't seem to like him for whatever reason. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I get he's not AJ Brown, but he could be ninety percent of AJ Brown and still be more than useful enough at where he's going. So I, yeah, that's just one that jumped out to me today that I think is not been bothering me, but I just noticed that my Burke share is going up a lot, and I think that it's just because nobody else wants to take him for whatever reason. Yeah, no, I've noticed that too because, like, I would in a perfect world, I'd have very similar amounts of Drake London and Traylon Burks, and I have way more Burks just because you can often get him, you know, a round and a half cheaper. Yeah, no, that's fair. And people saying one bad report, that's what happens. I mean, I, at this point of the year, like I really wouldn't read too much. I mean, we made some jokes about it with Zach Wilson being in the best shape of his life as well, as well as I think you making jokes about CeeDee Lamb uh, gaining a half inch of height and all that. But like, I, I wouldn't worry about OTAs for a rookie in his first, like not even full, you know, training camp. Right. And it's also think about this in the other direction. It's like, if if you're if where they're gonna go is also gonna change with one positive blurb, I mean mm-hmm. these some of these like non or that are negative but actually non-issue blurbs are a really good chance to to get discounts that you might otherwise not get. Yeah, this uh, is the opposite. This is a super. I mean, the entire good wide receiver tier has already been wiped out. We're I feel like you're gonna into a hyper running back here, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, if we're gonna take one, I guess I would take Javante. I mean, I think we should take two. Two running back? I think we should take Pitts and a running back. I'm fine with Pitts, but I think two running backs are optimal. I mean, if you look, uh, take Javante. You don't want, you want Javante over Aaron Williams? Over, yeah, over Aaron Jones. Yeah, I I would say so. I say we take, I say we get, have you done a hyper fragile draft yet, Spags? Um, I mean, I guess you did a draft where you've started three running backs and taken no more. No, unless I've done one on the stream with you. And I don't think you've talked me into that. Let me come on. We're going to have fun. Let me talk (laughs) you into a fun time here. All right, fine. I boy that RB four. I know from our our friends over at Rotov is doing data that RB four better not come. till after round eight, Pete, I I just told you, I don't want to draft another running back the entire time. I want to rock a three RB build here. Three RB build. Yes. Lord unbelievable i'm gonna i'm gonna radicalize you spags to another extremist draft strategy the chat is electric (laughs) i i like you making the room pay that is the one thing that i will give credit for because honestly some of these draft rooms lately i know you've been getting tilted on some of your streams legitimately been pissing me off a little bit lately where like i'm getting scooped on stacks for people have no correlations at all getting scooped on qbs get like it's just been it's it's chaos out here in, in, in May fantasy football drafting feed. Yeah, but it's like you 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 want you you ultimately want that behavior, right? I mean, it's like the guy at the poker table who berates a fish for making a bad play. It's like no, you want him to continue to make pl- bad plays because that ultimately is going to be profitable for you. So it is very frustrating uh, in the in the moment when you get sniped on something and it seems like there's no, you know rational reason for it but on the other hand if every single drafter was just perfect structures never reaching only focusing on correlation our edges would be so remarkably thin see i think of best ball more like blackjack where that person hitting on 16 can fuck up everybody else at the table 
And I think that's like, I get what you're saying. Like I, like obviously if there's a surplus of one thing, there's going to be, you know, less of another, but like, I do think it kind of screws up the flow, especially in an ADP based approach. Yeah. The, and the thing is, is like what happens to those, it is frustrating, right? Because a lot of times too, they're, you know, maybe building teams that will have a higher, you know, advance rate just out of your 12 man league. Um, Cause you've seen some of those like three QB three tight end teams. Mm-hmm. Like those will raise your floor, but they just have zero first place equity and probably like zero week 17 equity period. Uh, and so you're like, okay, congratulations. You're going to make $15 on this entry. And you sabotaged all of us in the process. Michael Doomner, one of the data experts that Pete was talking about, giving him some of his exposures, just tuning in. Pete, tell me this is hyper fragile and that my DM this morning didn't somehow trick you to go robust. Uh, Pete, you get advice and then you just go the exact opposite way. Yeah, Doomner, he put in all of my drafts. I sent him over my exposure street. He has a great um, spreadsheet tracker um, where you can just upload your exposures. And he has a thing that shows also bought your exposures to specific structures. And I was at a 0% robust RB. So if we took one more running back here, you know, we could really start to, to finally have it a robust RB share, but we are not going to do that. Also, Willis, again, just lighten us up today in the chat. I just missed the days when Pete slash ship chasing slash Sean didn't take running backs until round seven or later. Now they draft them early. I feel like this is one of those things, Pete, where if there's ever a Reddit about you, they're going to be harping about the good old days of the Pete Overzet streams where you, you didn't draft <laughs> running backs. It's, it's true. You know, I'm such a fraud. See, this is partly of why I don't feel bad passing on pits because Waller here at pick 48. Okay. Yeah. We should take Waller. Um, and then what Judy Godwin Robinson. Oof. That's a tough, <laughs> tough wide receiver one. Um, do we have any We're correlation up with, I, it like... with volume spags? We're, we're making a bet on Denver with Javante. So let's take Judy, I suppose. Okay. Yeah. We can stack up, uh, Denver. I was seeing if there were any other correlations we're missing. Nothing like super obvious. I mean, Denver plays KC, so we could also grab like Juju here if we wanted. He's not going to make it back, but I'm fine just grabbing Judy. Also, we got to give a shout out to Tanner in the chat. It is his birthday. And, and despite it being a day of his birth, one of the few, you know, one of 365 days a year that are just yours and nobody else's, he's bummed that he's late for Splash Play. So that means we're doing something right, Pete, that we could be a part of somebody's birthday disappointments for once. Yeah, happy birthday, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, personally, on my birthday, I want to be as far away from Spags as possible, but to each his own. <laughs> It's hurtful. I used to actually leave the country every year for my birthday. I had like a four year stretch where I'd just go on vacation in the Caribbean and just pretend like my birthday didn't happen. And that was a very fun time by yourself or with friends, No, like with whoever I was dating at the time, <laughs> whoever I, each year would be a different girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> whoever would come on. No, it was like one serious girlfriend, one girl I was dating for three months, one ex-girlfriend. <laughs> like it was, yeah. it was just a hell of a stretch beat. Sounds like a great time. Spags. It was like I got to explore St. Thomas, got to explore Montego Bay. I feel like Jamaica is one of my favorite places, though. You feel weird doing weed in Jamaica because they'll, they'll bust Americans for weed in Jamaica. Yeah, they also, I mean, you're going to get the guys trying to give you oregano and a plastic baggie, yeah. and then they disappear. and The worst. Then you got to chase them, and then you fall down, and yeah. <laughs> your pants split. You've embarrassed yourself. It's a whole thing. Yeah, not speaking from experience or anything. <laughs> it's just a hypothetical completely. And you're locked up abroad and you got the split pants. So that's a problem in jail. It's a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Next thing you know, you're being held hostage. <laughs> Uh, the puppy drafts though, uh, puppy prize pool for this one, 75 K up top, right? I don't know the, I don't remember the entire prize pool offhand 500 K. Yeah. So we got 75 K to first 40 K second, 25 K third, 20 K four. So yeah. Um, pretty nice, smooth, uh, payout structure here. Um, and it's, uh, obviously a much smaller tournament. What about a fourth of the size of BBM three, two. So, um, Nice little, uh, nice little spot. I mean, we're at what? We're two point three percent filled within a couple hours. Mm. I mean, I it's. I guess we could actually do some math, but this thing feels like it's going to get filled in seven to ten days. Yeah, Pete was like, we might only have a, a smattering of shows to get the puppy drafts in, so that was part of the logic of uh, why we're doing this one today. Besides it being new out there, and of course, if you want to play over an underdog with us, use that promo code SPLASH, double your deposit up to $100 on there. Obviously, we have a lot of fun playing on here. Pete's had some great financial success on, on underdog. I'm hoping to one day uh, get out of the red. <laughs> That's the goal on underdog, but it's fun either way. Like I'm, I'm very happy with using my, you know, honestly, my expenditures there instead of NBA DFS down the stretch, so uh, please go play on underdog and use that promo code splash and and play the puppy because like the puppy last year was three of them filled right i think yeah and i i do think their uh rudman was saying their intention is to have multiple ones of these although he didn't promise that the second this one is filled there would be another one i think they'll probably let these breathe a little bit so it'll it'll be fun i, I love this cycle of life which is release a puppy everyone goes absolutely ham it fills in a week and then everyone starts going win puppy too win puppy too so um we're all degenerates yeah i mean honestly i think i feel like part of the logic and it might just again a little bit of a self-selecting uh, self-selecting bias here pete but like the uh, bbm3 has already got forty-five thousand entries in and i feel like they were like let's fucking slow these guys down because they're just drafting because they want something to do or they are doing live streams endlessly <laughs> so i feel like no they... no no everyone the player pool is naturally stopping because barbell bro is the wave you know everyone they're 75 you know first week of may last 75 the the night before the season starts. And so now everyone needs something else to do in between. That's true. I look, I, I think I would honestly have probably maxed it out by July 4th would have been my thought. If there were no puppy. <laughs> I, I mean, that was, the, that was the pace you were on. The puppy is a good, good distraction for you. I think I'm up I to still... 71 in total on BBM three. Yeah, I don't I don't even think I'm going to end up doing a ton of puppies because I still need to need to get in some BBM threes. I think I'm only at 26 right now. Mm. Yeah, that was so that was part of my logic, too, of doing like why I didn't mind doing them early is because I know I'm just gonna get distracted as the summer goes on and like there's just too many things going on and uh, maybe less so because the baby kind of tethering me to earth a little bit more than summers usually uh, would take. But we'll see. Um, so Amon Rod, Devonta Smith, and then we probably should take Russ here because I doubt he makes it back. Um, I never take Devonta Smith, but I don't like him. I, that, my, I don't know. It's, let's do Let's do Devonta. <laughs> Why don't you like Devonta Smith? I just feel like there wasn't a lot of volume last year, and now you got AJ Brown there, and there he's best friends with Jalen Hurts. And it's not going to look the best for Devonta. Yeah, I mean, I think the the counter argument is that if the offense is more pass happy, if AJ Brown makes the offense more efficient more red zone trips, more drives extended that, and Devonta Smith not having to kind of, you know, there were stretches last year where he was kind of getting attention as the number one wide receiver from teams. You got to imagine he's going to get a lot more single coverage uh, as I become a film tape bro right now. But 
I, I like Devonta Smith. I thought he really flashed in year one. And I, I think everything's kind of lining up for him to have a big second year. I think that's a, a reasonable take to have. And you know, certainly we saw like, you know, decent games from Dallas Goddard, who uh, maybe that a little bit of that gets sucked to over to Devonta Smith and Quez Watkins was useful enough that people are still drafting him this year, even though he's probably fifth on the depth chart. So I get the logic. I, I just, I'm not the most impressed by him, but like he, his issue though is the same as like Amon Ross St. Brown's like Amon Ross not going to get that workload. He got those last six games out that they have like two other legit good receivers. Look at that. I mean, Nick, you're saying you're getting sad we sniped your Russ? I mean, get out of here with this. We have Javante and Judy. You have plenty of options. I mean, you can draft Sam Darnold. You have DJ Moore. Just relax. You can draft Tom Brady. Nope, he's gone. Sorry. You can draft Ryan Tannehill. Cheer up, Nick. <laughs> 104 targets for Devonta equals no volume, according to Spags. Eric is saying in the chat, like, that's not a ton of volume, and it's going to get less. That's like, that's the point, is it wasn't a ton of volume anyway, and now it's going to be even less. Yeah, I think there's, like I said, I think there's factors that can offset yeah. uh, not a huge uh, volume spike. And I don't know if, you know, I think Devonta Smith is good. I mean, is he good enough to be your number one wide receiver who can like beat double teams and stuff? I don't know if he's quite on that level. I, I, I like having him be your number two wide receiver in an offense. Yeah. I think for football, like it does make more sense the way this is structured now for fantasy though. I just see a guy that like, I think is going to get squeezed, but we'll certainly find out in, in uh, 120 days or <laughs> the yeah. case may be. Yeah. FF doom. That was a, a, something I wanted to mention from the drew lock highlight tips. You guys called them drew lock highlights. And I was like, no, this is a fucking KJ Hamler hype reel reminding me. I, I believe that was the game that helped propel Justin on to winning a million dollars or not a million. Sorry, Justin, you didn't win the million dollar one, the 200,000 or whatever, the first ever BBM. I mean, Hamler has been just such a, a playoff stud here the past couple of years. You love it. I mean, honestly, I, I I did notice that when I was making the clip and I had to separate them out and put in like, oh, here's a Tim Patrick. Here's a here's a Jerry Judy just so it wasn't all Hamler. Like, But I agree like that did give me a lot of cosine and Hamler. The thing, though, and not to make this about Drew Locke again, you know, like there'll be time for that all all summer long. But like that's the whole point is he was doing that with KJ Hamler. You put Tyler Lockett in that situation. You put you know DK Metcalf in that situation. They should be doing similar things, should they not? <laughs> I mean, you would hope so. You yeah. would hope that DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett were doing better than KJ Hamler. Uh, yeah, I would. I would think they will be. I think they're both going to be uh, thousand yard receivers, maybe fifteen hundred yard receivers this year behind the arm of Drew Lock. <laughs> um. All right, we are ripping here in this draft. About to be picking on the eight nine turn. I can uh, get rid of uh, running backs from our queue. I don't think, um, I mean, Hertz is off the board. We wouldn't take Carr this early, I don't think. So I think we can just focus on wide receiver and tight end. We mentioned Olave's ADP being a little rich. He, of course, does play uh, Devonta Smith in week 17. If we wanted to mess with that, we could, we could, like, if you wanted to just be done with quarterback, you could set up um like a Aaron Rodgers Christian Watson with our existing Aaron Jones um that could mm. be kind of fun anything else jumping out to you I mean the Olave people pointing out the Olave Devonta correlation is something for week 17 that wouldn't be the worst but I, I just said that 
Oh, my bad. I like <laughs> I like Aaron Rodgers. I think would be an interesting uh, a Packers stack. I think would be. Would be I have I have not taken a share of Christian Watson yet in any draft. Have you? I've, I've taken some. Yeah. Do you want to you want to grab him here? To yeah, and I think our... I think we can do the guy who's also in the best shape of his life at the end of the draft too, if we wanted with a uh, with Amari Rodgers. He fell away, Rodgers. There you go. All right. This is this is the kind of clean draft. It's like, you know, we're done with QB, we're done with running backs, and now we can just really simplify things here. And we we have the the very um I would say unique, the double quarterback running back wide receiver stack here on, on this build. Uh Dylan asking me some questions about the Philly boots on the ground, Dallas Goddard and AJ Brown. Um, I'm only hearing positive things just based solely upon seeing people mow their lawns and Eagles attire every fucking morning <laughs> walking around with the baby and the dog. Uh, so I, I have to assume it's all it's all going to work out for the Eagles this year, Pete. I hope so, Spags. You think you're going to go to any games? Possibly. I, I think Alex has a ticket hookup through her job. So we we were thinking about going this year, but then the baby and then the fact that we by the time we moved here it was like so cold for every game. I don't foresee wanting to go one in December would be, would be my thought. I'm going to uh, I'm going to the Celtics game tomorrow night. Oh, that's big. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. It it's funny too because the last time I went to a Celtics playoff game, it was 2009. Do you remember that series the against the Bulls where it was just insane? Like every game went to overtime. So the or Derrick Rose overtime. one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was at that closeout game in 2009, which was a pretty fun game. Although the Celtics kind of just ran away with it. Um, so yeah getting to see the uh, Celtics close it out at the garden tomorrow would be pretty fun. Are you, did you buy these tickets out of Pete money or are you getting the, a gifting from, from one of your connects? Uh, a gifting from one of my buddies uh, who has okay. season tickets. He actually had invited me to a few of the other playoff games, but it's been nights I've had shows and stuff. And then I was like, Lauren and I were are going to go to the Cape this weekend. I was like, um, I, I really want to go to this game. So, you know, she's going to go down a little early and I'm going to go to the game tomorrow night. Honestly, that team, like Celtics Warriors, feels like it should be a, a decent rating series, too. Like, that's pretty big, and they're like a fun matchup, too, if it is Boston versus the Bay Area. Oh, poor Chris G. Miami Heat fan just coping, <laughs> going through it right now. Whatever you need to tell yourself, Chris. The Heat are so injured, and Kyle Lowry is so old and injured and washed up. Like it's it's tough. Like I love I, I love the Heat. Like I'm not at this point. I'm really a basketball fan agnostic. Like I just like the sport and I like good games. But like the Heat, I think have gotten screwed by injuries as bad as anybody this year. Besides, I guess maybe the Bucks with losing Middleton. The Celtics though, like they hit their stride at the right time. Like they deserve to make it to the finals at this point. Yeah. FF Doom says, how convenient you can make it to the Eastern Conference Finals closeout game. Look, I wasn't going to miss ship chasing to go to some random, you know, second round game. But, you know, delaying my Memorial Day weekend to uh, to go to the game. Yeah, I guess I can make that sacrifice. You would have you would have delayed splash play for like a preseason game. <laughs> oh, man, I'm constantly trying to come up with doctor's notes, uh, excuses to get out of this. You're like, oh, I'd love to do an episode, but we're playing a game of 21. <laughs> we're at the park. So Sorry. Lord asked me to run to the store to pick up uh, some chicken. Uh, I guess I can't make splash play today. <laughs> the good news is we'll be doing those solo splash play streams on the splash play channel coming up. So no Pete's needed. No Pete's invited even, I would say. So come join next Friday and, of course, subscribe to the splash play channel. I'm going to do some weird shit in those streams, Pete. I'll probably be doing five drafts at once just for the walls. I, I, I trust me. I know you're going to be doing some weird shit on there. I've already kind of heard the, uh, the marketing pitch for this show.
Spags will be doing weird shit. Tune in. Hopefully it doesn't end up too weird that it gets us in trouble. <laughs> um, I was going to suggest Hardman because of our Denver uh, bring back here. Um, I think Landry um, with yeah. our Philly, New Orleans here. We could definitely do tight end structurally. I think we can wait on tight end. We could also, what do you, what do you see? I mean, we could just take Tanyan and be done the tight end too. I'd almost rather take Okui Boonham than, than Tanyan, but for really? that reason. Yeah. You took him yesterday to Euro. You got an Akui boner. It sounds like. I mean, I'm just way more excited about Akui boner than I am about Tanyan. Or do you want to grab a wide receiver here? I would say Devontae Parker or Kui Boonham if you want to if you want to go that way. I'll defer to you. It's your account. Fine. I think we can wait on tight end. There's so many tight ends here. We already took Waller. Um, let's let's kick the can down the road a little bit. Yep. I think that's fair. <laughs> Alberto without Drew Locke, Dylan asks, yeah, I guess somehow he'll survive with Russell Wilson at QB. But as we saw from the clip I played, the big move in the trade was Drew Locke, offensive weapon from Seattle going to Denver. <laughs> yeah, Alberto without Drew Locke. Um, yes, Justin Ross is the new hot thing. He did have a one-handed catch at practice, and I'm sure his ADP has now skyrocketed about four rounds. At a certain point, are people going to realize the Chiefs have like seven receivers? <laughs> like that, uh, you know, people are touting in varying degrees. I mean, that's that's what happens. I mean, it's almost kind of like the Packers thing, too, where it's just like everyone has their one favorite random uh, Packers wide receiver that they want to tout. I mean, at this point, like, I, you could talk me into Justin Ross, like, in the 18th more than I feel like, you know, if Sky Moore is going early or something, or Juju's going in, like, the fourth round. Like, I don't know. Like, I, those guys are fine plays, and I'm taking some of them still. But I do feel like at a certain point, just taking the lower ADP guy, like, might be wise. Uh, Matt says... Save the boner talk for the Friday smut steam spags. That's true. The Akui boners will be popping up left and right. I, who's you like that clip? We got that one made, huh? We were in the lab yesterday. <laughs> Pete and I have discussed making some graphical <laughs> improvements to the show, and Pete really took, <laughs> took the leadership on that one. Uh, you know, it felt like it was time here. Oh, oh Mathology saying Spags wheels up for Christian Watson. Lakin Atkins is his significant other, apparently. Let's see. We now finally have a way to keep Spags in check, knowing that the horny police are always ready to bonk him on the head. This cannot be the same Lakin Watkins. Oh, yeah, now it is. 1900 followers. She looks like she's a literal child. So this is not doing it for me. Wait, did, no, God, stop. <laughs> to be stop. clear, she's not literally a literal child, but she just looks like very young in a way that's not normally what just you see with these guys. Go to jail. <laughs> she looks, she's got glasses, though. She looks smart. <laughs> oh, boy, this. Uh, this poor gal, though, I feel like uh, Chris no. Watson might not be long for the relationship, would be my thought. Save it. Save it for the Friday stream. That's like classic. Oh, I'm in North Dakota for college. <laughs> like, let's, let's lock this down. Neil is completely right. We are going to see more of that clip than the draft board. 
<laughs> and on my stream, it'll be like just the you'll see the dog snoot and nothing else. <laughs> yep, we got uh we got sniped on our our Tunian and our Alberto. You live and you learn. I look, you, you pushed it too far. Which is kind of the entire motto of Chris Spaggs's life. He pushed it too far. <laughs> I think I, if you go, hey, look, yeah, people do their own research. <laughs> it's turned into a Joe Rogan stream. If people do their own research, they can come to their own conclusions, Pete. Oh, man. I overbooked myself today. I got to tell the Swolecast guys I would be a little late. No, I'm sorry. The Drew Lock competition having 10 minute clips probably didn't help. Yeah, I'll tell them uh, we're in the uh, in 13th round of a puppy. <laughs> I didn't know, like, the Swolecast schedule is all over the place. Yes, thank you, Spags. It is all over the place. Uh, I think Pickens is def. I say Pickens and Osborne. We get the uh, Green Bay bring back, and we also need some some more youth in our wide receivers. Okay. Anyone else that you like? I think we should take one more running back who isn't. No, no, no. The running back is literally the last thing we needed. That's a, maybe an 18th round pick, but I'd prefer just three. Okay. I mean, look, I KG Osborne, I think, is now my number two receiver overall behind Traylon Burks. So we can just keep riding with that. We gotta have somebody from Minnesota. Mm. Yes. Um, I'm glad you brought that up with the Swolecast schedule because it's I I am. I, I like being scheduled. I know we're on like similar wavelengths as far mm -hmm. as like we like to be organized. We like to have a have a plan. Uh, the Swolecast it, it gives me anxiety every week trying to schedule that show. And I, I found an hour block in my day. I'm getting a haircut at four thirty, uh, and it's uh, they're just kitchen's gonna lead me to an early grave. That's what I'm trying to say. I mean, the the fundamental tenet of promotion is knowing the time and place like for the thing generally. Like, and you guys have been doing it long enough that like you got you've earned the right to do that schedule-wise, but like keep more people I don't know if we have spags. I don't know if we've earned anything. <laughs> I think it's a show that I know when I first started doing Osmo shows, it's like, oh yeah, the Swole cast has just been doing this forever. And now uh, yeah. So that's bona fides. Yeah, it's um, you know. Evan Silva used to be on the show and it's really been all downhill since <laughs> Evan Silva crushing over at ETR. Now, is he going to be back on the randomizer this year, Pete? No, he's not getting an invite. Oh, but that <laughs> great views though. Great views of what? <laughs> like, didn't that get, wasn't that one of the most viewed? Randomizer? Oh, I thought you meant like in a scenic sense. It was like <laughs> great views from where up on my perch looking at randomizer day. <laughs> Spags, I feel like you know my views more than I did. You pointed out to me that I had passed a million views on YouTube before I even noticed. Because <laughs> well, yeah, because I'm doing the YouTube optimization for our Splashway channel. And I'm like, and I have the little thing, the vidIQ. Yeah, the TubeBuddy, right? Oh, yeah, TubeBuddy, TubeBuddy. Yeah, I used to have vidIQ. We paid for vidIQ when we first started. Now I just use the free TubeBuddy. Um, but yeah, I saw it and was like, that's like a cool thing. And I'm like, I told Pete, and Pete's like. Oh yeah, I knew I was close. Whatever, like a million views is like a noteworthy thing. Like, get yourself a cake that says one million views and a play button. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? They do. They do send YouTubers. I think something at one hundred thousand subs. I think you yeah. get like a, a plaque or something. I, I think it. Osmo got one at some point. I think there's like a fifty thousand too or twenty. It was while I was there, but I think they got a play button at some point. 
what is that? Does it get does that get passed around like the Stanley Cup trophy with all, all the streamers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you all put your laptops on and do your DFS lineups. That's the fucking that's how that would have gone. Uh, oh boy. I, I I like the puppy. I'm glad the puppy's here. I'm glad that something will prevent me from maxing out BBM. Yeah, it's uh it's really a a gift from underdog to all the uh the BBM barbell bros and all of branch how, something to do. How many people will be doing it like all Memorial weekend long? Like probably a good amount of the same guys will be hitting yeah. that. Yeah. Basically single guys and soon to be single guys is kind of that cohort. <laughs> <laughs> Me when the baby's spitting up formula, we fucking gave him formula this morning. We don't give him that often. And uh, he vol like volume of it, like just like a volcano spewing out of his mouth three times this morning and then it's like cool now i get to go do work <laughs> it's it's a blast david win randomizer i'm hoping for a week from today um i'm not going to be using Streamyard to produce it um and so i'm getting a bunch of other assets and stuff made so it's just been a little bit slower of a process but the overall product i think is going to be very very good so hopefully it's worth the wait I think it will be, especially, you know, if I finally get that invite that I've been like recent Pete up. No, I wanted now. Hamler. Oh, God. that highlight reel. Um, who do you Sammy. want, Snacks? Sammy, yeah, good. Yeah, Sammy Watkins, the the want, want, want of consolation prizes. <laughs> and then uh, we got Noah Fant right there for tight end. For I mean, done. let's do it. The, it's like the reason I wasn't going to take him is because you have so much massive exposure, but I'm like, this is on my account and I'm not worried about my Noah fan exposure getting out of control. He's honestly get, getting scooped for me a lot now these days. <laughs> for whatever reason, he's the one guy who's starting to bubble up and get away from uh, where I would want to draft him. But I, I'm getting less Noah fan by the day, unfortunately. Less Drew Locke. I'm under 10% Drew Locke now, too. Wow. So you try to give me shit about drafting running backs early, despite my personal brand. And yet literally by the day, your drew lock exposure just continues to go down. You're gaslighting the community, forcing them to make drew lock highlight clips while you disingenuously behind your, their back are basically pumping and dumping this guy. You put on a pedestal. This is a fraud. I think the, the drafting three running backs guy who's talking about zero RB is much more of a fraud personally because I'm still drafted Drew Locke and I'll have, I'm sure, more than double the field of Drew Locke. Who, who's the who's the running back guy? You're going, I would love to get a fourth running back. And I'm saying we're done. Spags, you're the one who loves running backs. I think we need one. I just feel like maybe we should get one that's playing week 14, you know, the week that you advance and all that. <laughs> it's, my, it's my feeling. Spags, you know how this works, right? Oh, I know. It's, it's cumulative. The yeah. The other teams that had three running backs. <sighs> I just feel like we should take Hassan Haskins in, the, in this 18th. So, yeah, so we're, we're done at quarterback. We're done at tight end. I mean, we can get to a, a two, three, 11, two build. I mean, considering that Christian Watson is our wide receiver three. I think we need 11 wide receivers. I think that's pretty fair. Also, Beachhead, I feel like I've never seen say anything besides community in your comments. And yet yeah. here he is saying Drew Locke is bad. And I don't know how to feel about that, that we're drumming up these kind of reactions. Beachhead is one of... Uh, Beachhead and I have this very um, 
complicated relationship where I I don't believe Beachhead is in the Discord. I believe I don't know who Beachhead is. I know they have a man's uh, coin avatar, um, and they leave the comment community in every video on my channel and on ship chasing. And I always respond with community and I communicate more with beachhead than I do basically anyone else in my entire life. And it's almost like we just speak in this very rudimentary Morse code. We only need a few letters, basically just one word. And we just say it back and forth to each other ad infinitum. The weird relationships you pick up in a career of online content creation and community <laughs> building is something else. Love you, Beachhead. Community. It is funny, though, because there'll be sometimes like I'll go to just the videos because like I try to reply to stuff, too, just to pay attention and, and do that. And like I see Beachhead there and it's always you you guys in your game of sexual cat and mouse with him saying community and whatever your reply is. And it's, do you it's know, it is, it is a funny dynamic because I try to be in the habit of responding to most comments, I, I, we do really appreciate when people leave comments. The YouTube algorithm values it; uh, it's helpful. And so, both Spags and I make an effort to respond to comments. But there is this funny thing where it's like, I sometimes like we're both responding to the same comment. Sometimes I won't respond because Spags already got in there and responded to someone. Sometimes Spags is defending himself against a, an attack on him. It's always a fun dynamic when I go in to actually check on them. I'm like, oh, Spags already got to this one. <laughs> I do. Look, I, I check it usually the morning after I just pop in and see what's going on. Sometimes, sometimes Pete beats me on his own channel. So, I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> that would happen. But yeah. I, you know, I try to value everybody. Like you were showing on the engagement farming video, like uh, people tweeting me for for Luca's birth, and it's like I replied to I think everybody who tweeted me because that's that's just good manners, Pete. Good online manners. No, we all know what you were doing. You were just trying to get that boosted in the algo for more likes. It was no. just responses beget more engagement. No, anyone who ever does anything for like nice for me, I'm like thank you. Like I appreciate that, and I want <laughs> want them to feel acknowledged and hurt. Um, no Visca, I'll tell you that much, sir. Who do you want? A lot of fun <laughs> options. That's a real shit group, huh? Um, I haven't taken a single share of Brian Edwards. What if he's what if he's good? What if? What if he's good? You want to? Uh, we could super stack and uh, and throw dubs in here with our Packers. Okay, these are the kind of crazy things that happen when you draft three running backs to open the show. Yeah, let's now. This is this is a fun build. Two, three, ten, two. So far, we have Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. Jonathan Taylor, Javante Williams, Aaron Jones at running back. Darren Waller and Noah Fant at tight end. And now this rap sheet list of wide receivers and a convenient term when kicking it off with Jerry Judy. Uh, <laughs> Jerry Judy, Devonta Smith, Christian Watson, Jarvis Landry, Devonte Parker, George Pickens, KJ Osborne, Sammy Watkins, Brian Edwards, Romeo Dubs. This is not helping the the things like FF Doom saying we definitely need a bonk spags emote. But um, do you ever recall that HBO show Cat House about like the brothel outside of Vegas? <laughs> there was a point. <laughs> it's a show about this famous, the, the Moonlight Bunny Ranch, whatever the famous one outside of Reno that I've personally never been to. And I will go on the record and say that now. Um, but like what they would do is they would bring the girls in there and they would like just all walk across the bar area, like in a line, like it was some sort of weird pageant. And, um, I feel like that's what our wide receiver group is. It's like that just parade them all through. 
Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that this is the analogy you had to uh, to do. It's an entertaining like, reality. Do you show. know how many other analogies there are for a catwalk, and you went with the one at a brothel? Uh, uh, I don't even have a rebuttal at this point. <laughs> okay, we uh, spags. We need to. You need to pick. I'll either let you. Do you really want a fourth running back, or can I talk you into eleven wide receivers? I mean, who's the eleventh receiver then? Is it Amari Rogers? Get... <laughs> Is Justin Ross still here? No, he's gone. No. How could he could have used a chief? Um, I'm looking at our other who did so Green Bay plays Minnesota, Green Bay plays Miami in week 16. What I'm trying to say, or do you want to just super duper best shape of his life? Green Bay Packers, the onslaught to end all onslaughts. I do think that the Amari Rodgers one is interesting, but that's like, because like, Rodgers is going to spread it around. Like Aaron Rodgers is going to spread it around. I'm coming, Dave. I'm coming. I'm trying. Bonk. <laughs> yeah. God, Dave, I need one for him. Tell me who you want in the queue. Do the outro. I have a heart out. That was three minutes ago. Uh, let's take JD McKissick. No, let's do no. We we committed to this two three eleven build. Uh, get us. Know. How about how about uh? We didn't get a New Orleans wide receiver. How about Marquez Callaway? Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> That's way better than a running back. Did we? Oh no, we no, we got Jarvis Landry. Whatever. Um, Tyquan Thornton. Someone fun here. Follow your heartbeat. It's your account. Have fun with it. Oh, I'll have fun. I'll have okay. Indianapolis plays. Yes, this is back to the brand. My guy used to always ride or die in our first year of splash play. Darius Slayton. Done. Spags outro this show. All right. We will be back. Actually, are we back Monday? What are we doing for Memorial Day? Um, we can flex to Tuesday. I won't be yeah, around. Okay. We'll be back Tuesday at 2 30. Is that still work? Tuesday at 2 30 works. Okay. Tuesday at 2 30 PM Eastern. We'll be back with splash play. So we're doing Tuesday and Thursday next week. Go subscribe to the peach channel. Subscribe to the splash play channel too, because the spag stream starts next Friday. So come hang out with me. Then doing some best ball drafts. Follow at Peter Rovers at follow at Chris Spags. Go check out football outsiders. Great articles on there, including Baker Mayfield and go check out the swole cast coming up right now. See you guys. Enjoy your Memorial Day. <laughs>